Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I am Detta. So Detta, I know we have a little business before our interview today. You wanted to talk to me about, what was it called? It's called forest bathing. Tell me everything. So I don't know about all of you, but I have not been getting out nearly as much as I wanted to because things were much more crowded than I expected them to be. Even, Mm. well... Actually, not even, especially there's this great place up on I-90, especially in the forest, I was going to say. There's this great place up off of I-90 that we used to go for walks and we could take Riley. And it is where I would go and forest bathe, which I will define for you in a moment. But I haven't been able to do that because there have been so many people out. But a couple of weeks ago, Riley and I did drive up because the weather had kind of turned and it was supposed to be a crappy day. And we went to his old puppy stomping grounds. It's up in Bellingham, Washington, and it's an off-leash place in the forest, which there are not a lot of those even in Washington State. But there's one up in Bellingham at Patton Lake. And we went, and there was nobody there. I think we ran into two people with masks on, which were awesome. And I got to forest bathe, and it made me think, I want to talk about that with you guys. So forest bathing, it's a thing You walk into the forest, and the trees actually give off chemicals that are good for people. That's what it is. And when this first, I think the studies first came out two years ago in 2018, that's what they said, is that the trees give off chemicals even when we are hurting them. They are giving off chemicals that they know, and they've proven that the trees recognize that they help us because when we are present, they measure a higher concentration of that chemical in the air. So the trees know we're there. So that's what forest bathing is in a nutshell. There's, I could talk about it forever and ever, but that's what it is in a nutshell. So do you well, forest bathe? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I knew I was doing it. Yeah. Um, I don't think most of us know we're doing it. I think that that's... Okay, so I have this... It just a thought in my head all the time, which is um, a lot of magic seems like magic because science hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. I think it's so cool. I'm not one of those people who's like, let's keep it mystical. I'm like, no, man, if this can help somebody, let's dig in. And I think it that... doesn't mean it's not magical just because we can explain it. Yeah. I still think cell phones are magic. Fam. They are. My husband has tried to explain them to me like six times and I'm like, I don't know. Um, but I think that. We've always known that being out in nature is better for you. Mm-hmm. And now we just have like a quantifiable evidence-based study as to why. And I think that's amazing. Um, I know I feel better. I was recently, recently, oh God, it was like three or four years ago now. <laughs> I was in a play. Uh, I was in A Midsummer Night's Dream. And we basically, it was like... In a, it was not it wasn't an immersive play because that has a certain number of connotations. But check out Off Road Shakespeare. It's an amazing, amazing group uh, spearheaded by Leah Adcock Star, and it's just the best fun I've ever had. But we did a play out in a park, and it was like forest, like woods, like a big Washington park, and I always felt energized and better and like more at peace inside myself after we had been done running around Mm, in the forest. Right. And you just, there's something about, I don't know, being around something so old and something so like green and strong and silent and powerful that I think has to improve you, (laughs) you know? So this is my long way of saying, get out there, you guys, and sit underneath a tree. Or Put go your walking. hands on some tree trunks. Yeah. You know, hug that tree. Get out there and help yourself. And 
I think it's called phyto... I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I think it's called phytophytocene is the chemical or something like that. It's a phyto. It's a phyto. <laughs> be like be like the little fairy in Ferngully and just put your hand on some trees. Go feel better. Okay. Go feel better. Yes. I love that. I love that. I can't wait to look into that a little bit more. Yeah. Cool. Uh, hey, everybody. Let's meet Darren. Darren. Hi. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for agreeing to do this. No, Woo-hoo. thank you for having me today. Thank you. I don't see your margarita, though. Oh, it's here. We jo- <laughs> do you have it? Are you? Yes. <laughs> we made oh, a joke. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We made a joke about the fact that it would be five o'clock and we should be having margaritas while we have this In talk. my R2-D2. Look at thing that. To boot. I mean, come on. It's got a little straw. So it's safe That's for the booze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know me. <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah, very much so. so well, welcome. welcome, Darren, Thank to you. Bonfire Babble. This is very exciting. I, I've never met you, and I'm very excited to get to know you and what you do. Oh, thank you. First of all, how do you know Detta? Well, I know Detta because um, Detta's daughter is a very good friend of mine. We um, studied in New York years ago, and... Day one, I saw Taya and I was like, I like you. You're going to be my friend. (laughs) (laughs) And then we were were friends uh, ever onwards. And it's so crazy because once we'd finished studying, she went back to Boulder. Was she studying in Boulder? Oh, um, Greeley. Yeah. Greeley, Colorado. And I I went back to the UK and um, carried on doing some jobs. And then she moved to L.A., and then I had this great idea. I was like, I'm going to move to LA as well. So I moved over and she picked me up. This is a true story. She picked me up and she, um, she said, I just got into my new apartment. Didn't know anybody, two suitcases and a visa. Didn't know anybody, didn't know anything, didn't have a phone. And she said, I'm going to take you for some food. Where do you want to go? And I said, Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. It's so true. She was like, and she'll tell you that. She'll say, I, no, I can take you wherever you want. What do you fancy? I went, Denny's. Just really <laughs> craving some moons over my hammy. She, was, she laughed so much. She was like, no, you are not going to Denny's. <laughs> well, funny because Taya, before I met you for the first time, and I've only been able to see you once in person, she she said, so I met Darren and I saw him and I went, he's going to be my friend whether he wants to be or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's so funny that you have the same kind yeah. of story about that. And just FYI, Darren and Taya are actors in L.A. and they're very good and they're working. And uh, Darren, you're also a voiceover artist as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah voiceover I'm, I'm actor. A, it's so crazy because it was when I went to New York and with uh, Taya that I started studying voiceover. I'd never done it before. So... That was what started it off with me and the the teacher who taught us, um, Mary Lane Monte in New York. She was the one pulled me aside and said, "You should get into it because you will work." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> and it's funny because I did. So I'm I'm re- it's really lucky. Yeah, I've been really and it's it's cool because Taya now is getting into voiceover as well. Yeah. So um, I, I every now and again she sends me something and I'm like, "Oh, you need to do this, do that, do that." And um, she's she's doing she's gonna be she's gonna be good she's gonna be booking some good jobs soon oh. I, I tell you I'm excited for you guys yeah so, so yeah well you're here today because mm-hmm. Taya mentioned that you are a psychic and an energy cleaner and that how funny that you're drinking margaritas because <laughs> she, <laughs> she said. He'll call me up and say, I think I need to read you. Did you drink last night, though? Oh, I can't read you. You drank last night. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't drink. But so can you. So, Corey, go go for it. What does that mean? What does that mean? What do you what do? You do? So basically, I, I, we can talk about the history of why I went into it. But I, I started... Um, uh, going to the Southern California Psychic Institute and um, I started doing I wanted to do there is a reason for it which we'll talk about later um, I wanted to do the meditation um, so I did the meditation there and they said and I really I really really enjoyed it 
And I just thought it would be good for me and for some other reasons, which we'll, we'll say. And then they said, I said, I wanted to get into the, the psychic class, um, which the meditation is one of the foundations for. And they said, well, to do that, you have to do the healing. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So I, I was like, I went into the class with all these ideas and I'm never going to feel anything. It's a load of rubbish and blah, blah, blah. And I, I literally didn't want to do the healing. And I turned up for the first day and they said, okay, what we're going to do is this. And then we're going to do this and we're going to connect for the first time. We're going to connect your hands to, you know, spiritually connect them so you can start to feel stuff. And, and I was like, okay, let's do this. And we did it and it was like electricity. And the, even the teacher went at me <laughs> and was like, wow. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of crazy. And then from that, because I went with zero or minus expectations. And from that moment, I learned a lot more. And it was, it was crazy. And the one thing that I never expected, I became super stronger. And I, I don't, like some people see auras. I don't see auras, but I feel things. I feel so mm -hmm. much. And, and that was one thing that really opened up when, we, when I did those classes, I feel a lot. I think that psychic is in hand in hand with intuition. Mm -hmm. So on a physical level, I am more physically intuitive to a lot of things. I can tell when people are lying. I can tell pe a lot of people's intentions now a lot more. And as Tay would say, say to you, I don't hold my punches. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm very honest. So I can, I know a lot of people's intentions and it's re and that's really helped me. Yeah. So I, I basically, I, I started studying meditation and then I did the healing and then I did more advanced meditation and healing. Then I went into the actual psychic school. So I, I have been studying to be not a psychic, but more psychically aware. Wow. Yeah. How amazing that you were resistant to doing it, but you did it anyway. Yeah, well, this, shall I tell you the story? Oh, yes. yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, yes. I kept on, there's a lot of things happened to me, especially in my childhood, if you want to talk about that later. But when I kept on getting um, somebody, I'd wake up and there would be somebody stood there. Mm. in my room just looking at it it wasn't it wasn't scary you know, like you see in the movies where it's scary and ah and all that it wasn't like that it was and i felt this come on you you need to do what you're supposed to do now and i kept on going what am i supposed to do and i didn't know what it was and i was like man it kept on happening and and i spoke to my mum in the uk and chatted to her and because a lot of things happened when i was a kid and I said to her, mom, I don't know what it is, but there's something that has happened and it's stopping me and I don't know what, what it is. What is it? And my mom was like, um, so I, a lot of things were happening when you were a kid and it was too much. So I spoke to like, uh, not a psychic, but somebody who is like a psychic and she blocked me. Oh my gosh. And she said, because it was too, there was too much, too many things happening. It was, it was getting scary. There was a lot of things that wasn't good that was happening. And she blocked me and I realized that I had to unblock myself. It was a time in my life that I had to um, get unblocked and, and actually uh, um, allow that to be a part of my life and embrace it. That's when I started it all. And I literally got the computer. It was like two in the morning and I was like, um, I think I started looking at regression or something like that first, mm -hmm. and then I've looked at psychic. And then the um, the next day was a psychic jamboree in um, Santa Monica. And I was like, well, I'm not doing anything tomorrow, so I'll go down. And I went, I walked in and I did three readings and literally each of the people there said, you're supposed to be here today. And they were like, you should be here doing this. And I was like, mm. so I spoke to the, I spoke to them and Whoa. I, and then I just was like, well, I'm getting a message and I think this is what is supposed to be right. And so I, I start. that's why I started the classes. Yeah. 
Wow. That's amazing, Darren. Yeah, it was. It was of really. It was yeah. interesting. It, it, but it felt right as well once I'd done it. Yeah. Once once I'd started, I was like, it was it it was the right time, and it's really helped me it helped me a lot. Wow. Yeah. Can I? So, uh, oh yeah, go. Well, Corey. I just was going to ask. I want to ask a, a surprise question, actually. Hmm. Uh, and you're welcome to say yay or nay, and that's fine. This is the time of year. We're currently recording this pre-Samhain, just for our listeners to know that. But this is currently the time of the year when, as witches, um, energetically, we notice that the veil between the this plane and then whatever is on the other side plane is particularly thin. That's why it's such mm. a great time for like ancestral work and things like that. Have you or do you notice those shifts as well from time to time in what you feel? I do. Um, I am very aware of some things, and I f- and I am I I'm starting. I do feel like when I go into rooms, I'll, I like a, a, I don't know if Taya told you. I said there was we went. I went round to a house once, and um, and I was like, "Are you aware you've got a friend living in here?" <laughs> and she was like, <gasps> "She said I knew it." I was like, "There." I said, "But you've got to remember, Taya." you're the visitor here because she's been here a long time and she was like oh I was like she's just watching you and she's got lovely energy about you I said you know so this is her place (laughs) and she likes you being here but so you don't have to be worried or scared or anything so I do feel I feel that sometimes I go into a room and I'll and I'll feel certain areas actually I I felt there's one time I bought a a postcard uh, it's on my wall over there and it was from and it said Alcatraz on it and I like some artwork that's kind of like I like a lot of different types of artwork and uh, Taya will tell you I like a lot of the 50s propaganda Russia kind of stuff that that, that old feel I love that but this was kind of reminded me of it and it, I was drawn to it and I was just about to pick it up and the guy said to me oh there's a story behind it and I picked it up and I went it was like it was covered with tar it was sticky it was and and I was like oh and he told me the story it was actually from a guy who was in Alcatraz who sell, sent a postcard to some people back and forth they were and and I was like this needs cleaning it and so I it was crazy because it was like the energy was weird and it, it's so hard to explain that to somebody who doesn't know it. it's like saying uh salt tastes salty if you don't know what salty is you don't know what it it tastes like and it's the same as this feeling it, 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 it's a, an extra feeling that you get and it was like Ugh. so I, I i cleaned all that down and it's here now and it's great i love oh, the wow. little thing but i i did clean it but i because i knew i i had I, for some reason i had to get it and that's another thing about intuitions go with your intuition if you feel that you have to do something go with it it's it's funny because i do see it i feel it sometimes and so sometimes when I'm walking down the street, I'll just look off and I'll know I'm not that I'm being observed mm. in a way. I, I, I feel that I don't know how else to explain it. I don't know that the situation or the mechanics or what you guys have to explain that. But I, I know that I sometimes I do feel areas that I go, oh, this is weaker is a better way. Yeah. Not weaker, but thinner. Yeah. Thinner. Yeah, thinner. Yeah. That's how we refer to it as well. Yeah. And there are some witches who are probably, they they practice witchcraft, but obviously probably do the same thing you're doing yeah. and connecting with, um, connecting with spirits as well as, as well as intuition and yeah. reading cards and being able to divine and yeah. divination and stuff like that as well. Yeah. And I, I don't know, and I'm going to possibly, she has seen ghosts and spirits since she was very and shut that shit down yeah and um and and Corey and I talked on an episode a while well I think it's the Samhain episode you know the fact that we had a ghost in our house that would talk to us on a regular basis through electronics that were not plugged in and Taya had always been she's got a couple really great stories about how she knew things before they happened because she got had spirits visiting her. So that doesn't surprise me. You guys have that connection. She told me. She told me some yeah. of the stuff because I've told her some of the uh, yeah. some of my childhood stuff, and uh, it's 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 really it's I find it really interesting, and and it's great as a child when it's good experiences, 
but sometimes when it's bad experiences it's yeah. it's scary because you just yeah. you don't know shall i tell you some of the some i of was my... just going to ask is that something you feel comfortable telling yeah, yeah, yeah. us me, about yeah m- me and my mum my mum is incredibly um sensitive to it but she my mum is terrified and so she is too scared to um do anything about it so she closes herself off but we have a connection me and my mum and there's a lot of things that has happened but when i was when i was younger when i was about 10 11 12 13 it it, it gradually increased and got too much there there be times when i would have one poster my if my bed was here and the poster was way down at the other side of the room with one poster facing that way the pins would fly off and hit me on the head night after night or if i slept with my hand outside over the the bed somebody would start tickling my hand and Mm. then somebody would bang my bed really hard um at a certain time i think it was 2 13 in the morning when i was asleep they bang my bed we don't have we don't have earthquakes in the uk Mm. and they'd bang my bed and wake me up and and shake uh, and shake me up and and it it gradually got worse i saw the first thing that i saw was what i thought was my cat because my it was in the morning i just got up for uh, for school and i i threw all my <laughs> school clothes on the couch went into the kitchen came back and went to turn my music on which was behind the couch and i turned around and the cat had been following me my cat was like my little my little buddy and she um was following me and then all of a sudden she was at the other side of the room and i and i thought that's really strange and then I kept on looking at the cat, and I, and which would was weird anyway. And I kept on looking, at her and she just walked across, and she walked straight through a doorway, like um, um a little ca- cabinet doorway. And then everything started shaking, and I was like, Ugh! and then I looked down because I felt something next to my feet, and my cat was actually next to my feet. She had been there the entire time, and what I thought was the cat, because my brain assumed it was the cat, it was something else. Wow. And then, and then, things started getting. There was one when. This one, this is uh, this one story was when. I I was uh, I was about fourteen and and it was late at night, and I was reading a I was reading a scary book. I was reading something like a Stephen King or something, and my cat was on the bed with me, and I always left my door a little bit ajar so my cat could go in and out. And I was reading the book and I heard, I have a, a really old house, a really, really old house. And I heard somebody walking up the stairs and I was like, oh, somebody must have gone down and I hadn't heard them because I hear all the creaking and everything. And I heard it slowly walking up the stairs and then it slowly walked to my door. And imagine when you open a fridge and you get that first wave of cold. It kept on coming in waves, and the cat who was as- my cat who was asleep sat bottle upright and started hissing at the door. Oh wow! And I and I sat and I sat up, and I put my feet on the floor uh, on the bed, and I was just looking at the door because it was like that at me. It was the door, and I just stood there and I was waiting because I knew and the the cold. It wasn't it wasn't like a like you feel cold. It was a cold that drenches you goes into you and it was radiating this coldness and um and i just sat there and i couldn't move and my cat was hissing but she was just like like the comedy ones what you see yeah and then it carried on walking down and it went to um my mum's bedroom and my um my my stepdad then was working night so it was just my mum in the house um and it went quiet so i was i was waiting and then my mum screamed. So I stood up and I went to the door, and I sh- and uh, to my door, and I, and I was I was terrified. So I, I waited just by the door, and I was like, "Mom, mom!" It went quiet, and then the person walked, the, the thing walked back on the other side of the door. So I was nose to nose with the door, and it was on the other side, and I could feel it. And I was like, "You have to leave. You have to go. Get out. You are not allowed in here. Go." And then it just walked off and walked down the stairs, but terror and and it was it was that is terrifying for a child and especially because we're not trained on how to deal with 
the things that we're trained actually actually now, we are trained we're trained to ignore them yeah exactly and walk away and not yeah. recognize those other existence there's so much here we're not that, that we're told that, yeah and we're, we're told to dull it down yeah. mute it down but it was crazy because i went i went into i ran into my mom's bedroom and opened the door and my mom was asleep and, she, and i was like what's going on she, and she was like what, what, what? i was like she went oh i'm just dreaming it's fine i was like okay so i went back to bed and i was like freak oh my gosh you were on the freaking astral plane yeah but my mom the next day my mom said to me what happened last night why did you run into my bedroom and i said well you tell me first and she and she said well I had a dream that your granddad um, came and he was holding the bedroom door because somebody was trying to get in and he, was, and he was holding the bedroom door stopping whoever it was, was from coming in and I, I was like wow and she was like why I said because I was there mum and <laughs> somebody was here and she was like and it freaked her out <laughs> wow. I shouldn't have told her but wow. that was that was when a lot of stuff started you know goes on yeah. I've got more stories but it goes on Darren, so now that you're an adult and you're doing this training, how are you using this? What is the purpose of your exploration in this? What are you doing? And are you using it with other people? Or is it just for yourself? I think it's great for me. It's helped me in so many different aspects of my life. Just to, for me to get a grip of what's going on, to understand. I, I, well, I've trained as a performer. I trained in singing, dancing, acting. And imagine being a dancer who doesn't learn how to do footwork. You can't do anything else. This for me is kind of like a basic, this training is teaching me to open up so much more about myself and others. So it's like, it's like a basic, it's a basic thing that, that I'm learning and it's been so beneficial. Like, like how so? Uh, How's for it medita meditating, I, I, I'm I'm understanding myself a lot more. I I can um, protect myself more. I can mm. I know how to pull back from situations. I'm very I'll fight for my friends too much, so I am head forward, and this has helped me as the, as we say be more centered into my into my head in, into the center of my head rather than been in a specific specific direction it's helped me understand because now my intu intuition is so much better i understand why people are doing certain things as well so that as, a, as a security that's great because i understand their intentions and why they're doing it but i understand also what to do in that situation. I was going to say, I imagine that would help you yeah. navigate in the world a little bit better and navigate with them but as an actor, and the trust. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, as an actor, it's really helping me as well because I, I trained in a, a lot of different um, methods of acting, but I really like um, Meisner, which is more to react to somebody. And from my training that we're taught, not necessarily through the eyes, but to take our attention off of us onto the other uh, person, and it, and it really goes in hand in hand. And for those of you who don't know who aren't actors, there are a lot of different philosophies, but the two main ones that uh, training that a lot of actors get are Meisner or Stanislavski. And Meisner is about is much more about living in the moment and being in the now and reacting, listening yeah. and reacting rather. And But the listening is also such a huge part of it. Whereas Stanislavski, we just want, this is not an acting class, so we won't get into yeah. that. But <laughs> it's so interesting because some of my witchcraft, and I don't know about you, Corey, I, I will often be practicing with other witches and go, oh yeah, I teach that in acting class. <laughs> <laughs> a, yes. So so it's a method that's very attuned to it's it's well exactly it really what you're does. It, yeah. it, I find it's really helped because it's um some mice if you get a, a great Meissner actor, it's like playing tennis, ping pong, mm -hmm. ping pong, because you're yeah. you're just pa passing it back and forth. Yeah. And um so it's great because if I take my attention off of me, which a lot of actors will understand, yeah. especially through Stanislavski, you go inside. So mm. you hear that person there saying, oh, you did that bad. That was terrible. Oh, you shouldn't do that. And you take it off of you and you put it onto the other person, which is it's much ben more beneficial, especially with my training that I've had with psychic yeah. studies. because It takes it off of me and put and, and onto them. But what's great is what we're taught and what I understand is when I... I clean 
people or I study or do anything. It also heals me because I understand more. Mm. So it's a it's a dual progression, and and that's and it's so amazing. After after I, I'd done some classes and after I, my first ones, it was it was like it's like taking a spiritual shower. <laughs> oh, that is a great description. Yeah, Corey, were you going to ask or say oh, something, and then I was just yeah. going to comment on the interconnectivity of everything because. I, I had a very Stanislavski heavy training. Oh, really? Um, I wish it had been more Meisner, honestly, but I didn't know that till after I graduated. So I am just noticing that uh, I choked on my spit. Two seconds. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this, though. So <laughs> I, um, I did a lot more um, Chekhov. Uh, oh really? Yeah, as well. So we did a lot of I, I really, wow. I really like Chekhov technique, which goes hand in hand with Meisner, mm -hmm. uh, and Chekhov um, did Stanislavski as well. And and you know, don't get me wrong, you do what you do, what works for you. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it took me so into myself, and and it created more problems. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, uh, for me, I, I like that uh, it, uh, Meisner and Chekhov is more like um, a tree in the wind that blows with the, with the stuff rather than being so yeah. rooted. Sure. I'll leave the rooting for the um, psychic. <laughs> so, and you were saying about that, you were talking about, I love that, it feels like a spiritual bath, but what did, what do you mean exactly? What is this cleansing? Taya mentioned it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I was like, I want to talk to Darren yeah. on the podcast. What is this, what is this cleaning that so you do? So basically you will go, th you'll, you have to have permission from the person first of all, and then you connect, and I'll connect through my hands again uh, spiritually, and then I will feel around her or his aura for Taya. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll pretend it's Taya. I'll feel her aura and see if there's any like dents or if there's any strands. Or sometimes um, a lot of mums um, can get people latching onto them psychically. So if you've got a kid. And it's and it's absolutely fine for under eighteen or under sixteen, and they're latched onto you. I understand it, but when you've got a nineteen-year-old kid that's latched onto you, you need to get them, get you, get them off, <laughs> and um, have your own energy. We, it's about ha understanding and feeling your own energy because we get, we we're like nets. We catch other people's energies, and mm -hmm. and and it's and you only. Water isn't good unless it's pure. So you want to have your own pure aura and you want to cleanse that and get and, and filter other people's energy off and send it back to them because that they should have their own energy. So um, sometimes I, I'll, I'll look and see if she's got any dents or any, sometimes you can get like little, like thorns stuck in there mm -hmm. or you will have attachments or, and then once you've done that, you go through the chakras on the body and you you see how that's going, if they're clean, if they're, they're spinning and you clean them off if you've got any um, wedges. Like it's like true, um, for me, I see it as like roots from a tree. They'll kind of like mm -hmm. grow in there and you just have to carefully take them out because you don't want to use a chainsaw <laughs> and you, right. you want to take it out. And I imagine too, uh, does, I know uh, this isn't the same as soul retrieval kind of stuff, but I would imagine it is possible that the energy you're removing from someone might end up going back to the person oh, yes. who originally left it there. Yes. And that might, and would be healthier for them. Absolutely. As well, I would think. Yeah. And by the way, you and Corey say, you pronounce chakra? Chakra. The same way. Yeah. I'm a yoga teacher. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> chakra. I just, yeah. I think it's fascinating that um, as a witch and an actor and a woman in the world and a yoga teacher, um, the things that energetically I learn in one discipline are inevitably useful yeah. or explained or beneficial in all of the other ones. Yeah. Because all no, of I, the, I, all of the chakra work, all of the philosophy, all of the acting technique, all of the honesty work, and all of the <laughs> bolstering of myself I have to do to walk in the world, and all of that stuff helps each other and helps my magic practice and helps my intuition learn to grow and to trust it and all that stuff. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with you. I, I think that we have lots of different methods of. 
doing it and I and I'm like whatever method works for you use it but just use it because we have all all these senses that we're not tapping at all and they really yeah. help you and they they help you if you're stressed you do some meditation you do what we do is called running running energy and um and that's it's so great because after, afterwards you just feel so chill and connected and and ready to fight the world again like like in like i said like a spiritual shower it's like you feel yourself again coming it's so hard because we're all always somewhere else i have to do that next week i have to do this i have to do that. i must do that and we're never at our own time in our own bodies at our own really in ourselves is the best mm -hmm. way and and it's i think doing it whether it's um being witches or psychically or meditation it's good to check in with yourself we were, yes, it that's is. That's been a real big that, theme for us what, lately. Oh, really? That has self been. check in and like alignment. No way. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. That's so about funny. how healthy that is yeah. and how. But to tie this in for witches, being clear in yourself, doing shadow work and clearing yourself and knowing all those parts of yourself and this spiritual and energy cleansing is going to help you focus so that you can manifest so your spell work will be cleaner and more direct and more effective. That's why I think that this part of what you're talking about is really powerful for people who practice witchcraft as well, who may also be. And yeah, it's also Corey. like Darren said earlier, it's a way to keep you safe. Mm. Yeah. If your intentions are clear, if your waters are clear, you can see. So mm -hmm. like you can yep. see when something is swimming at you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's yeah. crazy. It, yeah. And you said, and I love this, you said you know a witch. Oh, yeah. Who, and you found it so interesting that, could you say a little yeah. bit about what you my friend, were saying before? Yeah, my friend Tanya, <laughs> she's in the UK. Um, hello, Tanya. I'll tell her about the podcast. She hello. has, she's with a, a coven of witches. And um, it, it was so interesting because where she is always attuned to me. It's crazy. She's like, she'll send me a text to go, is everything okay? I'm like, oh, I'm going through something. She's like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, so it's crazy. We we have a, a really good friendship and she, she gave me these little um, uh, wicker cards that um, she'd blessed. And uh, uh, yeah, I have utmost, uh, utmost respect cause, uh, for her because you you find your own way of doing things and, and it's just a technique and, and it's what works for you. That's what's what's best, and and um, so she's a. I have utmost respect for her uh, of doing all that, and um, yeah, because I yeah. understand that. I I completely get it when people are skeptical because when you're every day, twenty four seven, seven days a week, fifty two days, uh, fifty two weeks a year, you're told by mainstream that it's mumbo jumbo and it's in an X Y and Z. Then a lot of people are. It's instilled into them, yeah. and you like you said, you shut it down. You. It's always there, but you shut it down. Like for me, what I had to do, because it was there and it was bubbling up, I had to unlock it. And I was lucky enough to realize that, to have somebody come and say, hey, Darren, get it together and start working on it. So I've, I've been like, actually saying that, I've, I've had a couple of them um, in the way back. I've had dreams in the past from people who have passed on who have actually told, given me messages. That was one of the hardest things to do because telling somebody out of, out of the blue that you've got a message from somebody who means so much to them, that was, I was incredibly reticent and frightened and nervous about doing that. But How did it go? Every time, or oh, they were like, because I told them things that I had no idea about. They, they, I had messages for them and I was like so I know you're, I'm like I'm really nervous of saying this but I have to say it because I'm never going to forgive myself if I don't and I and I say x y and z and they're like that's crazy because nobody knows that and I'm like well they're saying this to tell you and you'll understand it a lot I had a lot of tears <laughs> but they always yeah. felt so much better they always felt so much better yeah. so you know whatever method you do it i respect it just don't put br brush it away because mm -hmm. it's i i, I honestly I, I find it has helped me in so many different ways you know to like i said to find myself again 
Not that I was lost, but f- or maybe discover myself more. That's yeah, maybe. it sounds like you went deeper. Yeah, you were untangling your string. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Taryn, that is so cool. Well, I have to ask. So, do you do this for other people? Do you, are, or is that a plan in the future to do this for other people, or is this just that you do this with friends and it helps your life and I, you're called to who you're called to? Yeah, I, I will. Um, I want to go because I, I had to step away because of my my job. Uh, work that, that I was working at my day job was um, they made it impossible for me to carry on studying. And um, and now just with this then pandemic situation, I do really want to go back because I learned a lot. I mean, like my my first day that I, we do this thing on it's the the jamboree, and when you get to a certain level, you do side chair to the main psychic, and for the first four or five months, all you you do is run energy, and you just sit there and you you're not they don't expect anything to happen. Maybe after a few months, you'll start seeing colors and what have you. Mm-hmm. Day one when we went up to we we go up to a certain we match uh, an energy together a color and the the psychic who i was next to her name was susie she was like that oh hello <laughs> and i was like she, i was like oh she went you've got that quick and then we were doing a reading and this is my first day i've i had no experience no training in this or anything and she and this the psychic was telling the stuff and she went Darren, I think you have something to say, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I'm getting all these images. And she's like, okay, explain the images to, to um, the, the person who had come. And I explained it and I swear on my life, his jaw dropped. He was like, wow. cause I said, I said, I'm seeing these images. It's like you're going down um, a long road and, and it's desert on each side. I said, and there's lights and lights. You're going, going from lights, big, big 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 lights and then you go into another one and I said it looks like you're coming from like Las Vegas and coming to LA and I said it's just happened and he went I've literally just driven from Las Vegas to LA two hours ago and I'm like and stuff like that kept on happening and and it's crazy because you don't understand it so that's why I I I I was lucky because right right from the beginning of my training things started happening so I just went go with it don't question go with it and it, you know it's it's been so beneficial but and there's well, been many many other things oh. i hope it sounds like you just have not just a gift but also a practice and a and a dedication yeah so i hope that when you are ready to reach out past friends and stuff you let us know yeah so we can tout your social media and stuff like that and if people want to listen to your voiceover work or stuff like that maybe we could put some if you don't mind them following you put some social media love absolutely link them to your accounts yeah stuff. we actors need all the free publicity we can get <laughs> amen <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we wrap up completely, well, we're in the middle of this wonderful pandemic in 2020, and maybe by the time this episode airs, we might know who our president is. Or maybe not. We just don't know. We know it's going to take a while. What are you doing to keep sane, to keep happy in this? And it sounds like your day job might be kind of demanding as well. Um, This is a hard one because you can't, for this election, you can't put your head in the ground and pretend that it's not happening and sometimes because this has been so much and it, it this has been like a, a this election for the last four years and i'm and now an american citizen so i i have voted oh hey whoa, congratulations whoa. darren whoa. wow yeah so um whoa, whoa, whoa. this has been like this election for the last four years has been for me and i'm talking you know just me it's been like a relationship and it's like it's so much it's draining and no matter where you are, everything's about it. And it's been, I just, what I want more than anything is just it to chill. I just want some stability back. I just want normality back. I just don't want, you know, I'm watching, um, I'm watching the West Wing and I'm going, really, really, that's a drama? No, oh hell no, this does nothing. That's, that's no. Our barometer. Our bullshit barometer is broken. 
I'm like, really? You guys have got it easy. I, I'll go back and, and I'll show you. You know what's so sad about that show is how many things were. Re- I mean, it was from the. It's from the night. I love the West Wing. Oh, just FYI, wow. I, I'm totally addicted and saw the, um, the new. Yeah, I did as well. One that they did as a fundraiser, which was, was awesome, amazing. and the thing with Lin Manuel was awesome. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> it, it's horribly relevant. How much is still relevant yeah i mean it's 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 horrible how much is still relevant yeah is what we're i was, was trying to say going on about the same the yeah. same things from 20 and, years ago yeah and it's just like really and we still haven't dealt with that issue or that issue so yeah i, I see what you're saying about it yeah. it's awesome. i do i hear you saying about like it feels like a relationship and it feels like yeah. as a person who's had them it feels like an emotionally abusive relationship <laughs> Yeah, it it just doesn't stop and it gets and it keeps going yeah. worse. But what's what's more scary than anything is things that we thought back when the when West Wing was on was bad, we've become accustomed to now and that's that's nothing. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. When did our standards as, as people lower? You know, I don't know. We're still going to have to keep working. It'll oh. just be a. It's just a start. Be, uh, although I do love that wonderful meme that's going around. It says, "You know, maybe Biden will be your your rebound guy, and maybe <laughs> okay. he'll be the and th- and that's okay. And maybe he'll be your last guy before you discover you're really into women." <laughs> <laughs> and I just lo- I love that. So, but anyway, well, cool. We'll try to stay happy out there. Yeah. Try to stay sane. Uh, if not happy. It's good that I've got people like Taya yeah. who keeps me on my toes and she's pretty we have, funny. We have a good I kind of like her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait not to finally meet Taya. Oh, she's funny. Maybe. She's she is not only is she talented, but she's funny. She's she funny. funny. And she's thinks out of the box as well. That's why it's so funny because I say the stuff to her and and I shock her and then she says things to me and she shocks me. So we're we're constantly laughing at one another. It's really funny. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Corey, did you have any other questions before we let him off the hook? No, I think that's all my questions. I just, mm. I'm, I'm constantly amazed at how interconnected uh, everything is. Whenever we talk yeah. to somebody, I'm like, oh, that's a yogic philosophy, or oh, that's a meditation practice I learned, or oh, that's a acting technique, or that's proprioception, or like whatever. It's all. Super connected, and I think that in these trying times, it's important to remember that everything is connected, and what you do matters. Cle- like clean your house, like yeah. like pay pay attention, house. check your alignment, clean your house. And it's it's so funny that because that's one of the things when that I do when um, I feel um, as an actor because we we get told no so many times. <laughs> and you, you, you're never in control of anything. Yeah. And it's so funny, I was talking to my friends, I'm like, sometimes I clean my house because I'm in control of it and I get a result at the end of it as well. Because not only do I, the harder I work, the the more action there is and there's a result and I'm in charge of that result. So it's so therapeutic for me as well yeah. in, in that way. Yeah. And I, I so I, I tend to clean my house a lot after an audition. <laughs> But that's also true of like your energetic house. Like you have control over you. Yes. So like clean that house and like know that you are responsible for the way that you move in the world and affect the energy around you. And to, if it calls to you, like really dig in, listen to that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Darren, thank you for joining us and giving us your time today. It's been amazing. Really appreciate it. And, um, and, yeah, and hopefully we'll see you again on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely yeah. come back and, and have a chat yeah. with you. Yay! Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. No worries. Hey, Corey, you want to send up some sparks? I would love to. All right, my spark this week is the Chestnut School of Herbal Medicine. They are not magic-specific, although they are absolutely freaking amazing. I have decided to become a clinical herbalist. And so I'm taking a thousand hours of herbal medicine. I'm so freaking excited, you guys. I cannot wait to share this journey with you. It is already infusing my magical life in ways that I kind of suspected because I'm totally earthy, witch, kitchen witchy 
kind of gal. I just want you to check them out because they have short classes as well and they have a lot of resources that are free to the public and I just think they're wonderful. And if you're thinking about diving a little bit deeper into herbalism, there are three different programs that you can take with them. So yeah, check them out. Did I not tell you that? No. I didn't. I thought I told you, Gord. I need you to give me a big, excited face. That's the face I made when I found out you're doing that. Okay. <laughs> so what about you, Corey? What's your, what is your spark this week? I would love to send up an artist today. Please ignore my screaming cat, by the way. He's very annoying. And... I can't hear him. Hi, Tibble. Oh, th- thank goodness, because he's real loud. Um, the spark I would like to send up this week is an artist, a Mexican artist named Felix Dion, spelled D apostrophe E O N, uh, on uh, Instagram. It's just Felix Dion D E O N, and he is an artist uh, who is, he painted this beautiful print. That's the reason that I found him, which is these two beautiful witches on um, a broom smooching, and. Ooh. He's basically, his mission statement is basically to celebrate queer love. And so not all of his stuff is witchy necessarily, but uh, it's all very queer and just like beautiful. Some of it is a little NSFW. So be careful when you're looking at it. If you're at work. Um, okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to chime in here. Please yes. tell me what NSFW means. Oh, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> not safe for work. Oh, I love that. Yes. Some of his stuff is a little bit not safe for work. So please do keep that in mind when you're perusing his online store. Um, He also has an Etsy, which is how I found him. But his stuff is gorgeous and sexy, but also like sweet. And as far as I'm concerned, there can't be enough beautiful naked people on the walls. Mm. So this is another beautiful naked person that I'll be having on my wall that I'm very excited about. So Felix Dion, please check him out. His stuff is beautiful. Um, And that's my spark this week. Until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thanks for listening. And if you liked it, please tell your friends, rate and review us and subscribe. Don't forget to leave that review because that really helps other people find this podcast. We also love it when you ask us questions. So please feel free to reach out to our Gmail, bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Or our Facebook at bonfirebabble. Or our... Or our Instagram at bonfirebabble. Or Twitter at bonfirebabble. I think Twitter is bonfirebabblepodcast. <laughs> what? Go figure. Bonfire Babble recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of this beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the Duwamish people and real rent, please see the links in our show notes.